And now, you are there with Jerry Stewart. Hello, I'm Jerry Stewart. Today I'll give you a puzzling question and I'll tell you one very strange and amazing story. In a moment, you will know because you are there. Kelly and I are so excited about a great big something that has just happened, and as our faithful audience, you need to know. What is it? Mike Lindell, with his worldwide MyPillow company, is now sponsoring this You Are There program. Yeah, Mike's decision to sponsor this program gives us a highly patriotic sponsor to come alongside our highly patriotic program. And we've been following Mike for years, buying his excellent products and enjoying his product discounts. There's pillows, sheets, towels, slippers, and so much more. So please help us out by going to MyPillow.com forward slash Y-A-T or call 1-800-968-7045. Or you can go to www.jerrystewartusa.com and the information you need is also there. So find your products, enjoy the great savings, and use our promo code Y-A-T. Here's a question. Where can you travel in the continental United States and not be in any one state at all? The answer is when you're in the District of Columbia. But why was this non-state district established and how did they do it? Well, according to my research, our founding fathers wanted our nation's capital to be owned not just by one state, but instead to belong to all the citizens of all the states. So they decided to make it separate from all the states. We all know that Washington, D.C. is the home of all the most important federal buildings, some of our most famous national monuments, and of course, the White House where our president lives. But have you ever wondered why it's called the White House? They began building the White House in 1792, and the first president to live in it was President John Adams and his wife, Abigail. At that time, it was called the President's House. So, where did the name White House come from? When the War of 1812 started, the British Army was still sore from the licking they had taken in the American Revolution. So, they were determined to get even. And one great way was to burn down our capital city and everything in it. So, the British troops stormed our capital city and took it over, and immediately made plans to burn it down. And one of the buildings they set on fire was the President's home. Fortunately, the house did not burn completely down, but the outside was turned black from the smoke and fire damage. So, after the war, the president's house was painted. You guessed it, it was painted white. And the people began calling it the White House. And in 1901, President Theodore Roosevelt officially named it the White House. Very interesting. But here's one other amazing, miraculous part of that story. When the British took over Washington, D.C., they were almost unopposed. So the British troops were feeling pretty good about their easy victory, and they were determined to level that city by fire. But here's where the story gets very mysterious. As they began setting fires all across the city, a terrible storm struck the area with winds and rain so violent that historians tell us it may have been the single most violent storm in the history of that city. Well, when that violent wind began to rage and the rain beat down on the soldiers, it was reported that the British soldiers became afraid, very afraid, and 
they abandoned their efforts to burn down the city. In fact, they just left. Now, some would call it a mysterious coincidence, but not me and not the people then. They believed with all their hearts that Almighty God Himself had sent that violent storm to save America, to help our nation when we could not help ourselves. And they thanked Him. In 1952, when the two words under God were added to our Pledge of Allegiance, then President Dwight Eisenhower said this, Of all the weapons we possess in our nation, our spiritual weapons will still be our country's most powerful resource in both times of peace and war. I'm Jerry Stewart, and now you know, because you are there.